Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and as usual, I give God praise, glory, and honor for being here with all of you on this episode number 252 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, the Lord has had to work with me on this particular situation, and I wonder if this has been a struggle for you as well. So please take this time to go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, a snack, something to write with, and please settle on in. Blaine encourages you, it's coming to you with the slick clap back. Yes, that's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. Hey there, BCU fam. Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here with another podcast on the go. So a few years ago on the internet, I saw a term bandied about, and that term was called a clapback. Now, what a clapback is has been going on for years. Uh, this was the flavor of the month, so to speak, when it came to the phrasing. And with a clapback, BCU fam, for those who are not familiar, it's when, let's just say, person A insults or says something demeaning to person B. And then person B comes back with a bigger, better, nastier thing to say. And that was supposed to shut the conversation down. Now, in seeing what I saw, again, on the internet, it became a a thing. And and usually these things come in phases. And I also saw that the people of God were involved in some of the clapbacking as well. Now, as people of God, that is not our portion. BCU family, we are not the ones who are supposed to clap back at all when it comes to being insulted or demeaned. As a matter of fact, the scriptures tell us what we're supposed to do in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse number 9. And I would actually start at verse number 8. And verse 8 says, finally, be ye all of one mind 
having compassion for one another. We are to love as brethren. Be pitiful, meaning that you're full of pity and understanding towards someone. Be courteous. And then verse number nine is a clincher. Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing, but contrarywise blessing, knowing that we are called thereunto and shall inherit a blessing. So what Peter is telling us here is, is that if someone does or says something to you, we're not to repay that with evil. If someone insults you, you're not to insult them back. Contrarywise, we are to be a blessing. Now, when we say the word blessing, BCU fam, many of us think about money or a gift or something like that, and, and we can consider that a blessing, sure. A blessing, when we look at it in the Greek, if my memory serves correctly, the word bless breaks down to eugelio in the Greek, and eugelio means to speak well of. And that's where, when we think about the word eulogy, E-U, that's where we get our word from eulogy, which in most cases, if someone has passed on, you're speaking well of that individual. So rather than that, we're to speak well of them. And then the Lord will take care and bless us in us following what he said. So because we have what we're supposed to do, we need to follow that through. Now, for many of us, we have gotten the victory over saying something to someone just because they say something to us. We have learned to allow the spirit of the Lord to help us to be slow to speak, slow to wrath, and quick to hear. And we will take it to the Lord in prayer. Many of us have, and we praise God for that. Now it's time for those that have gotten a victory for the next level of making sure that we are not returning railing for railing. And let me tell you why, BCU fam, because the Lord had to deal with me on this. So maybe you don't say something to the individual person. Are you saying something to someone else about it? Now let's talk about that for just a little bit. It's one thing when there is a situation between you and another individual and you're going to a third person for counsel. Now, ideally, we are to go to the Lord first. Ideally, that's where we take everything to the Lord in prayer first. So many times if we take it to the Lord, he's going to direct us on what to do and how to take care of it. Now, there will be times, and I've had these myself, where you want to talk to someone that's trusted, that's going to give you good advice or to, to lead you as to what to say or, or help to mediate the situation, depending on what it is. So in talking to the wise counsel, we're doing that with the intent to clear the situation up and to look for what to do. And because God is God, he knows the intent of our hearts. He knows why we're talking about what we're doing, and he'll know and definitely convict us if we're getting to a place where we are insulting the person, where we are railing on them with the other individual uh, under the guise of counsel, under the guise, BCU, of trying to get it straightened out because we'll call names and say things that are unflattering or demeaning to someone 
we are getting them back or repaying them quietly. Romans chapter 12 reminds us that we are not to avenge ourselves, BCU fam, that we are to give place for God's wrath. Vengeance is his. He will repay, he says. He's going to take care of it. So although we may not have said it directly to the person, if we are calling someone names to someone else, if we are insulting people to someone else, we are violating the word of God. So our intentions and our hearts need to be pure toward what we're really doing because God knows all things. And what's going to happen is, is that he's going to deal with us because we're not doing things his way. So that's one way of vengeance or retaliation. Another way, BCU fam, is when we are talking in, to ourselves about the situation. And for those that are very introverted and like to uh, rehash situations, here's where we can get our vengeance. Here's where sometimes we like to, to get that insult in. Because we will review the situation after it happened. We didn't say anything. We didn't feel led or we were too afraid or whatever it was to speak up. Sometimes we're not led. Other times we just kind of cower under uh, whatever the person's position is or whatever the case may be. Or even if we think we're keeping the peace. And that's going to be a whole other subject that we're going to talk about. But the point of it is, is that we feel after the incident has happened that we did not say all that we should have said. And we will rehearse the situation in our mind and replace what did not get said with what we wanted to say. I know BCU fam and in our minds and our hearts we are giving in that insult and that railing and that is outside of what the word of God says. Now if we are talking to the Lord about it and, and asking questions and seeking understanding and wisdom, we can talk to the Lord about it. Absolutely. But if we're just talking to ourselves and calling those names and things, we are not doing what God says to do. And again, God is going to deal with us. So this is an area of BCU fam where we are going to the next level, as I said, of making sure that we're following the scriptures. And for those that may be thinking, well, that there's nothing wrong with that. We've got to go to Psalm 19, verse 14, where David says, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer so it's not just the words bcu fam it is the thoughts of our hearts and the ancient greeks believed that the heart and the mind were connected they were one so y'all have heard me probably say this before that's why when we say things we say i know them by heart i know them by heart so because they're connected, whatever we're meditating on, whatever we're ruminating on or thinking about, if it's not acceptable or pleasing to God, then we have to change the trajectory of those thoughts. In a podcast uh, I did recently on capturing, taking every thought captive, we talked about that and that the enemy's job is to bring un unflattering or demeaning or 
negative things to our minds about people, places, and things. That's just what he does. And it's our job to recognize that and to correct it straight away. These thoughts will pop up into our minds, absolutely, and out of nowhere, seemingly. That, that's sometimes how it happens, and sometimes uh, we just take those thoughts and continue to entertain them. It is our job, and we've got the power. If we've got the Holy Ghost, we've got the power to replace those thoughts and say, Lord, my heart is thinking the wrong thing. I, I need to change this, and I really need you to help me with this, please. I want to make sure that my thoughts are pleasing to you. And I am a witness, BCU fam, that if we go to the Lord with it, that he will help us to take care of it. Amen. So what we want to do, the first step is that we have to forgive the individual. Because if we are still insulting or railing or angry or frustrated with that person, it is very likely, 99.9% likely, that we have not forgiven that individual. So we need to ask the Lord to help us to forgive that person from the heart. That's the first step, all right? And that's why we have to take it to the Lord in prayer. And then, as you're praying and asking the Lord to help you to forgive that individual, then the next thing you want to do, BCU fam, is to ask the Lord if you need to confront that person. Do you need to have a conversation so that you can clear the air, talk about what grieved you and how, and the Lord will give you the time, he'll give you the place, and he'll give you the wording. And then pray for that person's heart. Pray for that conversation prior to you having it so that it's not an emotional conversation, but one that's factual and seeks to reconcile. And then reconciliation in some cases does not mean that the relationship will be restored back to where it used to be sometimes it's just best to leave things as they are and the lord will lead you in that area so you want to just make sure you're following what the lord says and we don't want to be in our flesh about reconciliation sometimes we just don't want to reconcile so we want to make sure that we're following what god says where that's concerned and then we rinse and repeat because we will be offended, BCU fam, in, in this life many times. It's, it's just part of the Christian walk. So we want to repeat these steps. And if we are continuing to repeat and do what God tells us to do, we're going to find that it gets easier uh, to maneuver through these tough types of conversations. So let me just say this, BCU fam, as I get ready to wrap up. No one likes to be insulted. No one likes to be demeaned or talked down to. And it is our natural inclination to to snap back or to clap back or to say something. It is. It just is. And this is where it really does take the spirit of the Lord to help us not to do that and to follow his word so that he is glorified and honored and that we are blessed and taken care of. I'll tell you something that in every situation that happens, the Lord already knew it was going to happen. He, he already knew. And because he chose not to intervene before time, there's a reason for it. And in many cases, and I can witness this for myself, in past times, I hadn't handled the situation the way that the Lord wanted me to. So he's bringing it back up again. And if we find ourselves in these types of situations over and over, it's time for us to really take a look at what it is that we are
or are not doing, that we need to ask God about that and ask him to help us to do things his way so that we can pass the test. And then we likely won't have too many of those anymore. I, I am a witness that God is, is really good about giving pass-fail tests. And typically speaking, once you pass it, you don't have to repeat it again. And if it does come up, you'll know exactly how to handle it and do it his way. Amen? Amen. All right, BCU fam, that is my thought for today. And I'm curious to know what your reactions are to our topic du jour. So if you're not already on the BlankCouragesU.com site, please make your way there. Head down to the bottom of the screen and get onto our conversation board so that we can continue our talk. All right, everybody, it is time to get ready to wrap things up. Once again, this is Blend from BlankCouragesU.com signing off. I want to thank you all so much for your prayerful support and for tuning in today. And Lord will, until the next time we are together, may our God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you stay on the wall.